don't be so greedy. You know, you already got this opportunity. Just take it. And I'm like, excuse me. I'm not being greedy right now. I'm just trying to support myself. Like this is my business. And if I don't get paid for my business, I ain't got no business. Welcome to Artist Talk Central, where we ask artists about their dreams and journeys and challenges and struggles. I'm your host, Buddy, and a bit of a weird friend, Sharice. Let's get right into it. Yo, what up, guys? Um, anyways, I did say there was going to be a new guest, but today it's me. I am the guest. Uh, it's going to be a solo episode, and... This is kind of the most random episode I've ever done. And I'm not really sure the direction I'm going towards yet. Oh, this sounds like so unprepared. But, um, well, as you guys know, maybe some of you know me. For, for those of you who don't, um, I myself am an artist. My name is Sharice. Well, my full name is Simone Sharice Lau. But my artist name, I go by Sharice. I've just started becoming, you know, I was always art, an artistic being, but actually becoming into the title of being an artist was around a year and three months ago. So when I first came back from Germany, when I finished my IB, and honestly, it has been more than an enlightening experience, I, I would say, because the, the me last year, I was I was so lost. I feel like I didn't know what I was doing the whole entire time. I mean, I still don't know what I'm doing, but... <laughs> It's a little less not knowing what I'm doing in terms of this field specifically. And I feel like I've grown so much. So I guess this episode is about, you know, me appreciating how much I've gone through throughout this gap year, which was, which was, I wouldn't say unexpected, but at the same time unexpected. You know what I mean? I, I, I expect to go through some shit. Okay, it wasn't that bad, okay? I, I'm, I'm completely grateful. I am so happy of how, how it turned out. So, yeah, I don't remember what I was saying. Um, yeah, so the gist of it was I'm very grateful of how it turned out. And anyway, how it turned out, just to let you guys know, was that when I first came back, I like the whole point of me taking the gap here was for me to explore what it's like to be an artist. I... I convinced my mom for like six months to let me take a gap year because both my mom and my dad were very um, pushy in terms of wanting me to do a degree, which which I understand. It's it's a very safe backup and I'm still going to do it, which I'm going to do in February, starting February. But um, when I started, I was very uneager not even uneager, unwilling to do a degree. I was completely repulsive to the idea of going to university. I guess it's just it's just one of the phases you, you go through when you're kind of forced into step into the unknown. I mean, can I I just want to express you know the whole idea first of all that kids have to choose their lifelong occupations or their dreams and they have they're supposed to know exactly what they need to do at 18 years old I mean I mean that's kind of completely ridiculous I think at all ages we don't know what the fuck we're doing and and that should be okay and it's way too much too much pressure to put on kids to kind of just choose what they want to do for the next 10 years and make them dedicate like four or five years just to getting you know a master's degree because okay, let's be honest, that nobody gets a job, like a good one, from just doing a bachelor's nowadays. And it's it's freaking a lot of money, you know? And 
at the time I'm like, oh my God, uh, I don't, I don't want to go to uni. It's a waste of money. I don't want to study the things I want to study. So why would I dedicate three years of my life to doing something that I don't want to do? Well, but that sense has changed, but we'll get onto that later. Um, anyways, like back to the beginning of this whole thing. And I, and I got my gap year after convincing my mom that, okay, this year I'm going to give it all I got. I'm going, cause I do, I did already starting to write, okay, that, made no grammatical sense whatsoever i started making music as in songwriting since i was since i was quite young but my first actual finished product i think it was 16 15 16 um that was my first actual song with a guitar came out and just a little context it's my song friends to lovers to enemies um it was about a breakup that was my first decent like good song that I started just showing people and I started being like oh my god I I found out that this is my way of expressing myself this is what you know soothes me the most when I'm going through something is that when when I I have an intensive feeling I don't exactly know what I'm feeling but along the way I get kind of not enlightened but I understand how I feel when I start writing down these lyrics so yeah um oh so that was my first song and then onwards I kind of started writing more and more songs not necessarily good ones but I don't know how my mom said yes I'm pretty sure you know with Asian parents you got to make a deal with them you got to like I wasn't prepared to make a whole ass powerpoint presentation of the pros and cons of me doing this and I think I went on multiple calls with her to tell her why and eventually she was like okay let's do it and I came back and the first thing she told me was get a damn job and I was like fair and I was the mean like I again I am so grateful the first thing I searched when I was in quarantine so back in 2022 uh you still had to quarantine coming into Hong Kong but thankfully it was two week, no one week one week quarantine and I did not die in that windowless hotel no it was it had a window it just couldn't open um and the first thing I searched was um I don't know summer jobs for English speakers something like that and um well the reason why I said English speakers is at the time I wasn't that comfortable speaking Cantonese like job wise because I was overseas for six years and my mom, I live with my mom and my grandmother and they're from Shanghai. So mostly we speak English and um, Mandarin when we're at home. So kind of my language wise, Cantonese is actually my most uncomfortable one. Like it's my third language even, I'd say. Um, so yeah, and I and I'm so grateful that I found this organization called Faust, which I still work at now. I started off as a student leader where we um, conduct these um, theater uh, theater workshops for kids, and I don't know, maybe it's the authoritarian in me. Is that is that the right word? I don't know. Um, that that I like to take charge of things. Um, that that kind of made me a good teacher figure and then after a year um they promoted me into group leader and now I actually earn a decent amount of money I can pay off most some stuff not most stuff some stuff and um I actually earned enough money for me to you know finance my own 
fully finance my own solo trip for a month in Thailand. So I am actually very proud of myself for that. Um, and yeah, I've been working there the whole time. And going back to music and how that was, when I first came back, I was literally a naive 18-year-old girl with no actual, you know, um, uh, not skill, what's it called? No actual, God, okay, this is going to take a while. Payable skill at hand? Yeah, I mean, I I was a high school graduate. What do you expect me to do? Like, um, in terms of like music and I don't think I've actually thanked him out loud at least not to his face but I met my singing teacher who I I claim now is also my spiritual mentor he he is my yeah he's my singing teacher he's called Mark and he's this like big guy who like somehow gives me a lot of like a sense of security he's like this big guy who's like super duper chill and he's always like oh yeah you know (laughs) I don't know he's great and honestly this whole year without his like goofy ass I don't know teaching style I wouldn't know how where I would have been and everything I know right now he taught me he he told he told me it was possible to become an independent artist which I didn't even know that was a thing and he taught me a lot about the music industry oh my god okay Anyways, a little context about the noise here. Um, It's been like this the whole week and I've wanted to record my EP. Like I have three songs on the list that are ready to go, ready to record. I just can't record them because of this freaking noise. I don't know if you can hear it, but they're like doing construction up there. And it's absolutely driving me crazy. So I don't know how long I can go on before I, I am forced to leave my house because of the noise being so irritating. But yeah, going back to what I was talking about before, um, when I, he told me, like Mark, my mentor, he told me to actually go out and network because a lot of what it means to be an artist is, is about networking. You know, it's not, I want to say it's not about popularity, but unfortunately it is about popularity. And Uh, As a self-proclaimed quite popular person in high school, oh God, this makes me sound like such an idiot, but I, I I, I reckon that I was quite a popular person in high school, but not because of the usual reasons you would think. I was not, you know, like, the the alpha or like the bitch. I just, I was just very loud. I, I spoke a lot in like student councils and I was like IB speaker, which is like kind of like, I don't know how to explain it to people who haven't been to the school but like head prefect type thing but for my ib cohort oh god i do sound like that person don't i and i i was i'm i am quite an extrovert so it it wasn't necessarily hard for me to go out but gosh was i scared of like 20 year olds like not 20 year olds but 30 year olds and when i first started going out and meeting people who weren't my age and started talking to fully adults like as an 18 year old girl that was absolutely terrifying and I started going to open mics and I started going to different music locations in Hong Kong. I actually found some really cool spots in Hong Kong. Um, one of the places that I started first was in Confusion in um, Shangwan. Uh, it's 
held by an organization called Free Jam. I might have mentioned it in a few earlier episodes, but Free Jam, it's such a great community. Honestly, guys, if you want to just, you know, embrace yourself in a little bit of music once in a while, they have like Monday, Tuesdays and Thursdays jams. And it's just like you go up there, you sign up and then you sing or you play an instrument, you know, it's completely like it's so chill. Um and another place I found is CT Citron Citron don't know just say CT um, but yeah it's owned by this guy called Joe Long Joe Long Joe Long <laughs> I'm so sorry Joe um, but yeah he's also also like a super awesome guy and um, he also has his own music production um, studio company thing and yeah he does this like living room concerts and i am doing one on the 30th of december which i am so freaking excited about like it a year ago if you told me i would be doing a gig at freaking ct i would you know my mind would just absolutely like explode um but yeah and another place which is really cool but i haven't been there in a while it was like music tattoo music not shit no mirror tattoo mirror tattoo studio uh, which is owned by this guy uh, called uh, jeep i think he goes by another name um i don't exactly remember what it is but yeah uh isn't it so cool it's a tattoo studio slash a live music place that's like that's such a good business idea like complete complete you know solid and like good for him to think of this um but i guess when these are your two passions you know music and tattoo it makes sense for you to put it in the same place you know i mean yeah maybe i'll steal that one day i mean i'm not a tattoo artist but i love getting tattooed so i guess that's something um but yeah god i did not know how long i could talk for but apparently it's quite long and i'm just talking to myself in my room and yeah goddamn simone like or sharice you can go on for a long time (sighs) and yeah and honestly maybe it's because because i i do think it's a lot about networking and about knowing people and even though i was an extrovert it was relatively hard for me to just i don't know I do I still I do still have and had social anxiety. Um so I wasn't really getting a lot of gigs. Well, to be fair, it's not about, you know, other people not giving me the chance. It's also about at that time that I now realize that I was not at the capability of doing such thing. Like now I feel like okay, I, I'm comfortable of taking on an hour and a half set and keeping the audience engaged i have a full list set of my own songs like a full album worth of stuff actually i have two full album worth of stuff but i'm not sure is it like if it's a good enough quality to be named two albums but but yeah and now that i look back on things i'm like okay it was meant to work out this way like i didn't get gigs straight out of the bat because i wasn't ready and i was completely fine with that now i'm completely fine with it and now i've self-taught how to produce which that was also another super cool thing i thought like the amount of improvement from the last year it was quite astonishing actually now i went from like complete beginner to now i think amateur slash professional okay no let's not go there let's not go professional yet amateur at least like i think like my music composition is 
I think it's pretty good. I mean, it's going somewhere. I'm not the best yet, but I'm getting there. Well, I don't know if it's about the best, but I am getting somewhere, you know. And um, it's it's great. I mean, to be honest, today I was having a bad day. Okay, I'm just going on tangents now. And doing this episode has kind of made me realize how much I've gone through, and that was kind of that was kind of nice. Um, again, I, I am I am super grateful because I just did my first um, music festival at. Um, the aftermath Uh, and I have this poster hanging right in front of me right now like literally on my wall Uh, and that was that was a super crazy experience I already did two gigs for the aftermath I did one of their Sunday um, acoustic sessions and I did one of their um, Friday gigs like Friday weekend gigs and to be honest I was a little I was a little bit pissed off that I didn't get any share but to be honest on that friday like any share of the money uh, uh but on that friday there was not a lot of people who came and um like it was red rainstorm in hong kong and i don't know maybe it, like a typhoon approaching as well i think that was like bad weather day and not a lot of people attended so i guess the bar split was just not enough to give anything to the musicians which unfortunately is a hard truth that a lot of people a lot of musicians live with like sometimes you just even though you give your you know sweet sweet labors to other people is not always a reward like in money you know you not you don't always get paid um but yeah, and then I did this music God, music festival for them as well for free. And I don't know if I'm going to leave this in, but we didn't. We got free t-shirts, which was everything that we got. We didn't even get free drinks. I don't know. I guess it's also very hard for, you know, bars lately to support themselves, which I p- completely understand. But it does suck that they have so many musicians playing there. It was It was at least 30 bands, like... And yeah, and none of them got paid in in money, which which shows, you know, sometimes I guess life isn't fair. I guess that's what it shows. Um, but yeah, but all things considered, even though I wasn't paid, there would not have been a second where I was like, no, I'm not going to do it because, you know, performing on stage is what I enjoy. So even though I do hope that, I would make money out of it. It, it. it matters to me less whether if I do make a lot of money or if I don't because ultimately I enjoy being on stage and I enjoy delivering my songs. And yeah. And I also read something recently like for the people who, who think, oh my God, like don't be so greedy. You know, you already got this opportunity. Just take it. And I'm like, excuse me. Yes, I do. I'm not being greedy right now. I'm just trying to support myself. Like, this is my business. And if I don't get paid for my business, I ain't got no business. You know what I mean? So don't tell me that my work does not deserve being paid because I think all labors deserve to be paid. And even if it's just a short performance, you know, you can pay me in forms of drinks. You can pay me in forms of, I don't know, you know, uh, this, it's a shitty thing, but. I don't know if I'm going to get cancelled for saying this, but Um, no, my podcast is way too small to be cancelled yet. Um, So yeah, haha, guys, I still get to say whatever I want to. Um, But yeah, going back to, I guess we're concluding this now. I mean, going back to this whole, the whole year of my achievements, I feel like I'm a different person than to what I was a year and three months ago. 
and now going into uni oh yeah about uni like I'm so excited I'm so comfortable I'm going to Australia and you know I set a goal for myself and I'm gonna be like okay I'm going to do this Bachelor of Science degree because I do I do love biology. I am a nerd of uh, the biology and the science. Well, not a very great nerd. Like, it's not my burning passion, but I do really like science. Um, so I'm taking that parallel. And, you know, a lot of people do two things at the same time. So maybe I'll be able to do that too. And if not, I will give this full-time music thing a go and... If I end up on the streets, at least, you know, thank you, mama. I love you so much. You still have a home for me here in Hong Kong. So I can always come back here. I will not starve on the streets. I will not live there. Um, Life will take me wherever. And I guess I will adapt. And if I fail to adapt, no, there's no, there's no, there's no um, room for failing. I'm just going to adapt either way. um, Yeah, I'm going to be strong and resilient and, I I hope that's what's going to get me through things. And I do I do eventually at some point want to be a full-time artist. I don't want I don't know if I want to do this for the rest of my life, but it would be cool to just create music all day long, all things music. Okay, so I guess this is the conclusion to my episode. I don't know what exactly is the theme I guess I'm gonna have to go through that once again listen to myself talk which I kind of don't like to do that like the more I go through it the more the cringer it is I get when I listen to this same with my other episodes but yeah thank you so much for tuning in guys I don't know what the hell this episode is but I hope you enjoyed it thank you so much love you guys bye